welcome. My name is David Jacobs. I'm a teaching pastor of the Christian Church in Bismarck. Welcome to our Good Friday service. A few days ago, we taped our Palm Sunday service. It was a beautiful day in North Dakota. A few days later, life has caught us. I am now in an empty graveyard out on the plains and winter has returned. It's a miserable thing. Will you pray with me? Almighty God, we beseech thee graciously to behold this thy family, for which our Lord Jesus Christ was contented to be betrayed, given up into the hands of wicked men, to suffer death upon the cross, who now liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, ever one God, world without end. Amen. O merciful God, who hast made all men, and hatest nothing that thou hast made, nor wittest the death of a sinner, but rather that he should be converted and live, have mercy upon all. I will read now from Psalm 22, verse 1 to 11 the Christian Standard Version. My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Why are you so far from my deliverance, from my words of groaning? My God, I cry by day, but you do not answer. By night, yet I have no rest. But you are wholly enthroned on the praises of Israel. Our fathers trusted in you. They trusted and you rescued them. They cried to you and were set free. They trusted in you and were not disgraced. But I am a worm and not a man, scorned by mankind and despised by people. Everyone who sees me mocks me, they sneer and shake their heads. He relies on the Lord, let him save him. Let the Lord rescue him, since he takes pleasure in him. It was you who brought me out of, my, out of the womb, making me secure at my mother's breast. I was given over to you at birth. You have been my God from my mother's womb. Don't be far from me because distress is near and there's no one to help. Next I will read from the Gospel of John, chapter 19, verse 1 to 37, again from the Christian Standard Version. Then Pilate took Jesus and had him flogged. The soldiers also twisted together a crown of thorns, put it on his head, and clothed him in a purple robe. And they kept coming up to him and saying, Hail, King of the Jews, and were slapping his face. Pilate went outside again and said to him, Look, I am bringing him, here, him out to you to let you know I find no grounds for charging him. Then Jesus came out wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe. Pilate said to him, Here is the man. When the chief priests and the temple servants saw him, they shouted, Crucify, crucify. Pilate responded, Take him and crucify him yourself, since I find no grounds for charging him. We have a law, the Jews reported to him. According to law, he ought to die, because he made himself the Son of God. When Pilate heard this statement, he was more afraid than ever. He went back into the headquarters and asked Jesus, Where are you from? But Jesus did not give him an answer, so Pilate said to him, Do you refuse to speak to me? Don't you know that I have authority to release you, authority to crucify you? You would have no authority over me at all, Jesus answered him. 
if, I, if it hadn't been given to you from above. This is why the one who handed me over to you has the greater sin. From that moment, Pilate kept trying to release him, but the Jews shouted, If you release this man, you are not Caesar's friend. Anyone who makes himself a king opposes Caesar. When Pilate heard those words, he brought Jesus outside. He sat down on the judge's seat in a place called the Stone Pavement, but in Aramaic, Gabbatha. It was the preparation day for the Passover, and it was about noon. They told the Jews, Here is your king. They shouted, Take him away, take him away, crucify him. Pilate said to them, Should I crucify your king? We have no king but Caesar, the chief priest answered. Then he handed him over to be crucified. Then they took Jesus away, carrying the cross by himself. He went out to what is called, what is called Place of the Skull, which in Aramaic is called Golgotha. There they crucified him and two others with him, one on either side with Jesus in the middle. Pilate also had a sign made and put it on the cross. It said, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. Many of the Jews read this sign because the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city, and it was written in Aramaic, Latin, and Greek. So the chief priests of the Jews said to Pilate, Don't write the King of the Jews, but that he said, I am the King of the Jews. Pilate replied, What I have written, I have written. When the soldiers crucified Jesus, they took his clothes and divided them into four parts, a part for each soldier. They also took the tunic, which was seamless, woven in one piece from the top, so they said to one another, Let's not tear it, but cast lots for it to see who gets it. This happened that the scripture might be fulfilled that says they divided my clothes among themselves, and they cast lots for my clothing. This is what the soldiers did. Standing by the cross of Jesus were his mother, his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clovis, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple he loved standing there, he said to his mother, Woman, here is your son. Then he said to the disciple, Here is your mother. And from that hour the disciple took her into his home. After this, when Jesus knew that everything was now finished and the scripture might be fulfilled, he said, I am thirsty. A jar full of sour wine was sitting there, so they mixed, fixed a sponge full of sour wine on a hyssop branch and held it to his mouth. When Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, It is finished. Then bowing his head, he gave up his spirit. Since it was the preparation day, the Jews did not want the bodies to remain on the cross on the Sabbath, for that Sabbath was a special day. They requested that Pilate have the men's legs broken and that their bodies be taken away. So the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first man and of the other who had been crucified with Jesus. When they came to Jesus, they did not break his legs since they thought he was already, saw that he was already dead. But one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear, and at once blood and water came out. He who saw this has testified so that you may also believe his testimony is true and he knows he is telling the truth. For these things happened so that the scripture would be filled. Not one of those bones will be broken. And also another scripture says, They will look at the ones they pierced. Dear people of God, Our Heavenly Father sent His Son into the world not to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved, that all who believe in Him might be delivered from the power of sin and death and become heirs with Him of everlasting life. 
We there pray, therefore, for people everywhere according to their needs. Let us pray for the church throughout the world for its unity and witness and service, that God would confirm his church in faith, increase it in love, and preserve it in peace. Almighty and everlasting God, by whose spirit the whole body of your faithful people is governed and sanctified. Receive our supplications and prayers which we offer before you for all members of your holy church, that in their vocation and ministry they may truly and devotely serve you through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Let us pray for all nations and peoples of the earth and for those in authority among them, for the President of the United States, for the Congress and the Supreme Court, for the members and representatives of the United Nations, for all who serve the common good, that by God's help they may seek justice and truth and live in peace and concord. Almighty God, kindle, we pray, in every heart the true love of peace, and guide with your wisdom those who take counsel for the nations of the earth, that in tranquility your dominion may increase, until the earth is filled with knowledge of your love through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us pray for all who suffer and are afflicted in body or in mind, for the hungry and the homeless, the destitute and the oppressed, the sick and the wounded and the crippled, for those in loneliness, fear and anguish, for those who face temptation, doubt and despair, for the sorrowful and the bereaved, for prisoners and captives and those in mortal danger, that God in his mercy will comfort and relieve them and grant them the knowledge of his love and stir up in us the will and patience to minister to their needs. Gracious God, the comfort of all who sorrow, the strength of all who suffer, let the cry of those in mercy and need come to you, that they may find your mercy present with them in all their affliction, and give us, we pray, the strength to serve them for the sake of, whom, of him who suffered for us, your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Let us pray for all who have not received the gospel of Christ, for those who have never heard of the word of salvation, for those who have lost their faith, for those hardened by sin or indifference, for the contemptuous and the scornful, for those who are enemies of the cross of Christ and persecutors of his disciples, for those who in the name of Christ have persecuted others, that God will open their hearts to truth and lead them to faith and obedience. Merciful God, creator of all the people of the earth and lover of souls, have compassion on all who do not know you as you were you are revealed in your Son, Jesus Christ. Let your gospel be preached with grace and power to those who have not heard it. Turn the hearts of those who resist it, and bring home to your fold those who have gone astray. Then there may be one flock under one shepherd, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us commit ourselves to God and pray for the grace of a holy life. O God of unchangeable power and eternal light, Look favorably on your whole church, that wonderful and sacred mystery. By the effectual working of your providence, carry out in tranquility the plan of salvation. Let the whole world see and know that things which were cast down are being raised up, and things which are grown old are being made new, and that all things are being brought to their perfection by him through whom all things were made. Your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever endeavor. Amen. O Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, we pray to you to set your passion, cross, and death between your judgment and our souls. 
Now and in the hour of our death, give mercy and grace to the living, pardon and rest to the dead, to your holy church, peace and concord, to into us sinners everlasting life and glory. For with the Father and the Holy Spirit you live and reign, one God, now and forever. Amen.